Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This episode of This Is Us Too is brought to you by MinuteWithMary.com. September's here and that means it's a huge change in the seasons, change for your skin, change for you. So if you'd like a little change, maybe you want to do a little lipstick change, a little mascara change, I got something for you, my friends, because you're a listener. You're a listener of this podcast and because of that, I appreciate you. So go to MinuteWithMary.com slash discount for 15% off my brand spanking new 4D mascara. I like what you did there with the changes because we got changes coming on This Is Us. I know, man. I know. That was good stuff. From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome back to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Everybody and welcome. My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and I wanted to just take this time and apologize for my voice in advance because my voice is a disaster. I, I've been I've been terribly sick over the past number of days, which is why we haven't actually gotten this episode done sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to recover, and I had to. I wasn't even I wasn't even able to speak. To be honest, which is probably a good thing for, for, for uh, my wife and my children, and you know, I was just sitting in bed, bed grumbling, you know, <laughs> like certain, like I needed water, etc. That was grumble, me. Grumble, yes. grumble. but I am extraordinarily happy to be back for this. Is us? It's been a while since we've podcast about this show. Yeah, yeah. I think what was it? What was the last show? April? I, I don't even know, man. It's been that long. It's been that long, and you know, it's funny because we went from binging this is us and podcasting about every single episode for two episodes a week from like march of last year maybe february of last year we're like champion binger show watchers i know we, we are spectacular uh and this is the uh this is the first weight that we've had to have for this is us uh and it's the first time like we are kind of like really in sync with we know uh, what the rest of us. you went through now. Yeah, and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! You know, once once you get Pearson in your life, it's hard to go back. It's true. Well, we want to really thank everyone for listening and coming back to the podcast. And if you're brand new to this podcast, welcome to well, the family. Well, so, so let me say this for for the new listeners. That's the new listener sound. Yes. Just just as to, as a rem, you know to remember that. So you can find us at maryandblake.com on all social media channels including our new Instagram account. Just look up Mary and Blake. And if you're into Hamilton the musical, we've also debuted a brand new uh like little podcast called Rise Up. It's only on maryandblake.com, so please be sure to check it out there. All right. Let's get into the show. So for those of you who have listened to This Is Us Too many times, this is normally when we get into the details of the show and so on and so forth. 
there is no show to get into, de- into the details of. I'm, no. But I'm sure if they, if it was being directed, it was be it would be directed by Ken Olin because he is just amazing in life, and I want everything to do with Ken Olin in my life. <laughs> Uh, what we will do here, though, is we will actually confirm the fact that, yes, This Is Us is coming back. Yes, it has a premiere date. And yes, it is coming on September 24th. We are yes. a mere, uh, what, what today? We are a mere 13 days away. Oh my gosh, I can't even. It's less than two weeks, guys. Yes, less than right. two weeks. This is so exciting. So if you haven't seen the trailer yet, pause this podcast, pull over, maybe you're at the gym, pull up YouTube. Check out the trailer. This is your warning because we're going to get into it. Yes. So Mary has already alluded to what we're going to be doing here. We're going to be talking about the trailer uh, that just came out on August 31st. That is not just, my love. It is September 11th, the day we're recording this. Well, what what else? We're parents of two young kids. So the last couple of weeks have been a blur and Blake was sick. It's neither here nor there. Needless to say, mama was working overtime. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think what we'll do is... I don't want to play the trailer right now without analysis. No. Because... It's so much of it is visual. Yeah, it's a very visual story, what yeah. they're trying to tell. And there's only a couple of different lines from Rebecca in this particular trailer. That's it. So what I will say is, watch the trailer right now. Pause this, watch the trailer, and then come back. Yeah. And I will have a link for it in the show notes. Okay. If you, if you have not yet seen it. If you have seen it, revisit it. Because we're going to be going over it here and talking about... Basically, this is going to be an episode full of hot takes. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, this is we, we tend to do this for all of the other shows that we watch. Yeah. And it ends up being some sort, some sort of hot take for each show. Uh, so, Mary, now that everybody's paused and watched the trailer... And they're back. And they're back. Oh my Welcome gosh. back. That was like such a weird time warp. If you did it, <laughs> we're still uh, here. Back to the... F- 1.21 gigawatts! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you got for your lemonade rating on this trailer? Four point seven. Okay, why? Why? Uh, that's that's high. Is it? That, oh, I well, thought that was low for me. <laughs> really? Okay. Okay. Four point six. No, 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 no. Stick with the four seven. I think okay. that's fine. Okay. I, I'm I'm surprised. Okay. I thought you were gonna go lower. I know. I thought it was two, and then I remembered one of the things that I love the most about this show, Mandy Moore's voice. It's so like. It's so Sweet. sing-songy. Yeah. And you wonder if she just sits in her bathroom while she's peeing with all the good acoustics and saying, okay, this is going to be like the two lines I need to do for the trailer. And I'm, you know, we just play it. Just play it, Blake. Just play the sound. Guys, in case, because I know that most of you probably didn't pause. I'll be, I know no, you. No, well, no, let's listen to Mandy Moore. All right, hold Here on. Here we go. Here she comes. It's so strange. Press pause. Isn't it? It's so strange, isn't it? Like, who the F talks like that? <laughs> Mandy Moore, continue. <laughs> it's so strange, isn't it? That's what she said. Right? How <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like that, a complete stranger can become such a big part of your story. I mean, that's all I needed. Yeah. It's so strange, isn't it? <laughs> How just like that, a complete stranger can come into your life. It's a completely and become st- and yeah. become a big part of your story. Like, like it's just dun 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 dun. Oh gosh, I just I wish I talked like her. I know that I don't. I know that it would take a lot of work, and that all of you podcast listeners would be like, Mary, what did you do to your voice? What did you do to that like nasal Rhode Island <laughs> accent? Nothing. So today, this is us too. Is brought to you by Minute with Mary. 
Like, no. <laughs> but I love Mandy Moore's voice. I think she should start some hypnosis tracks. Oh, there you go. Right? That's a good I one. I would fall asleep to Mandy Moore speaking, but if she ever listened to this podcast, she'd think I was such a weirdo for saying I wonder that. if she's like into ASMR. Mandy Moore doing ASMR? She would be the greatest ASMR like person ever. Listen, just take that 20-second clip and put it on repeats. Yeah. I mean, because it is. It's like so... like. You know, like you hear almost her lips. It's, it's almost sultry. It is very sultry. Mandy Moore, period. Even when she was flipping on the cabin, she was sultry. You know, like <laughs> bugging out. You guys know what I'm talking about. So, I mean, in general, if it wasn't for Mandy Moore's voiceover, like if this was Jack's voiceover, if this was Kevin, if it was anyone else's voiceover, except Toby's, because that would have kind of been fun. Yeah, um, I, <laughs> I love Toby's voice. Um, I have mixed feelings about Toby every once in a while, but I love Toby's voice. He's just like, he makes me want to smile. Um Otherwise, it would have been a much lower grade because yes. I'm so confused. But starting in a car with Mandy Moore, with, with Rebecca and Jack, I felt home again. Yes. I felt like I was sitting there in some beautifully knit hat of Rebecca's, like eating <laughs> a lasagna, you yep. know, just happy again. I'm, I'm, I'm in on that. Thank you. Uh, I will give this trailer a 4.5. Okay, that is high for you. I... I really like the meta commentary from Rebecca mm-hmm. about the trailer itself. It's like, you know, it's amazing. All these strangers will just become part of your life and yes. tell your story and yada, yada. Um, I think that's a great meta commentary on the characters from the writers on the show itself. You know, because so much meta Yeah, we are in the middle of this is us. And I think both you and I touched on this last season where it was like, you felt like they were running out of steam a little bit. Mm-hmm. They needed something to inject itself into the show to give it more narrative juice. You know, there was, yeah. it, we started to, I felt like we were getting to the point of the lost episode with Jack's tattoos. <laughs> like, what are we doing, guys? Like, where are we going? We have to go back, Kate. That's Land's how I plane. felt. That's how I felt. Uh, we were, we were getting to Jack's tattoos. Mm-hmm. And, now they're going to be introducing a lot of these different characters, which is why there's not a lot said in this trailer. It's basically just many more talking about these people who are being injected into the story to give us more life. If you guys don't already know, This Is Us has been already renewed for three seasons. Three, guys, three. And the intent is that the sixth and well, the sixth season will be the final season of This Is Us. That's the intent. Okay. So, so we are at the pinnacle. Yeah, we are at the, the turning midpoint. point. Mm-hmm. We're at the turning point of this story, which, again, it makes sense that they're injecting all of these people into the story. However, however, a big however. Ooh, a big however. That was like a Boston however. I know. However. There's a lot of new faces here. A lot of new faces with zero context. And it's hard for me to get excited for this season when i'm about to watch a bunch of people i don't know like this trailer is exciting because i see jack and rebecca in their younger years and i'm looking forward with to seeing that, that choker with the oh with, with the choker ivory colored choker sign me up so i'm i'm Hot interested. topic needs to do with this is us line <laughs> i would buy it all speaking of that go to marionblake.com and a slash store or you mm. go to the marion blake store and buy all okay. the this is us merch that we have over there <laughs> Does, do we have a choker? We don't have a choker. Then but, don't sign me up. Uh, well, maybe I can get a choker. 
Oh, Blake, if you start crocheting chokers, we're going to have some issues. All right, so that's your rating. So that's my rating. Let's and, go into this. Well, there's one thing I, I do want to say here Okay. Um, that I read actually from Mandy Moore. She was speaking to uh, The Wrap, and she actually said this, that there is a twist at the end of the first episode that I didn't even see coming. What? And I feel like it's, not to build it up too much, but it's feels analogous what to the pot mean it, where it's like you can compare it what Mandy it's similar Moore. Blake say it not like only Mandy she Moore. like so not a, where it's, there's a no. twist at the end of the first episode that I didn't even see coming it's and I feel like it's not to build it up too much but it feels niggalous or whatever that is <laughs> and now <laughs> Let me unbeautifully laugh. <laughs> Hold on. But it feels analogous to the plot pilot. <laughs> I can't I'm stop. Burgundy. I can't. Uh, no. oh, I was not expecting that. It's so beautifully done. Oh, my God. A Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> No, God, please, no. You're welcome. No. There's a couple no. different things. Stop it, Michael Scott. No. Michael. <laughs> Michael. Calm There's, down, Michael. Hold on. I'm pretending to be Rapunzel. <clears throat> There's a couple different things that happen in the first episode that kind of change the game for the show. We're still evolving and hopefully still going to blow people's minds because even I was like, whoa, that's really, <laughs> really incredible. And I feel like I'm clued into the most, to most everything that's happening, but they did it in such a beautiful way that I didn't expect it. Yeah, big deal. Big deal here. Okay, I'm so excited because I think I know what it is. <laughs> well, okay, well, we'll, okay. we'll get there in a minute. <sighs> Damn it. We'll get there in a minute. Okay. But what, I guess the thing that I'm, I would like to say here is... Yes? <laughs> the... She... <laughs> She's talking about it being an analogous, which would mean Anigalous. Anigalous, which would mean that it is as big of an impact on the story as that first episode. Episode that final twist at the end of the at the end of the pilot it recontextualized everything. Yeah. I mean, it changed the fabric of the story. So when she's saying it's analogous, this twist at the end of this first episode of season uh, season four. It's going to shift how we view the show. Yep. And that's a big deal. Yep. The, and that's how I think they're probably going to get the juice that they, they, they think they're going to get. I'm do. ready for it. Bring it on. Bring it so on. I think, uh, I think that's, that's crazy. We have a lot okay. of new faces. Oh, yep. We, we do. Have, we have a lot of new faces in this trailer. Who the heck are these people? Um, okay. So we've got kid with 90s retro clothing near modern cars. So he's totes shopping at like either savers or a cool clothing store that's now retro yeah because it's like all the color blocking like when i first saw it i was like it, Is it this felt the 90s? very early 90s but the 90s are back in yeah but i don't know okay if the 70s were in when i was in high school mm -hmm. and the 80s were in a little while ago the 90s are in now. That's true. Trapper Keepers, I bet, are in. Unicorns are back in. Rainbows, glitter stuff. It's mm -hmm. all about the 90s, man. I bet you MTV's going to get a big reboot. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But you said the car. So is this who we're talking about? What is this um, actor's name? 
this is Asante Black, and he was actually in the uh, the movie on Netflix, When They See Us, which is a fantastic film. Go watch it. When did you watch it? Uh, when you're gone, when you're doing, uh, when you're doing, you know, whatever. I'm not gone that often. Um, so he appears with Omar Epps, who. Uh, or at least they appear in the same auto shop, and Omar Epps is another character that they've added. Okay, so the young African American kid wearing the color blocked clothing, yes. and then we see him at an auto shop. Yes, and then we see him like high fiving and smiling at people. That is Asante Black. Yes, the kid, okay. and the, the kid. The, the, he is. He is. Uh, appears heavily in this trailer. Yeah, he's like, going to be a big deal multiple times yeah. with like other friends and like. Just alone, like yeah. he is going to be a big deal. And then Omar Epps is the gentleman that we see at like some kind at, of a restaurant or some or maybe at a restaurant, a maybe not a restaurant. Where it was blurred out, but he's in a building. It was holding it was, someone's hand. It was either a kitchen or some or some kind of restaurant, holding hands with, with another with another African American adult. I think a girl because I think she has it. It was feminine hands. Set and she had her nail polish on. And this would make sense because at the same time they also introduced. Another character, her name is uh, Marsha Stephanie Blake. She also starred in When They See Us. Stop. Uh, and she's actually holding a baby in the trailer. Okay. Uh, and she is giving a kiss to who appears to be Omar Epps. We are saying this because both Omar Epps, when you see him in the front, is wearing an earring on his left earlobe. Right. And you see an earring on a left earlobe to the person that this baby holding mom person is giving a kiss to. Right. Okay. But what we end up discovering mm-hmm. is that Asante Black, who is the younger African-American kid, has an earring in the same we lobe. We just figured that out, guys. We did. So, so we think maybe Asante Black could be young Omar Epps. That's possible. That's possible. If, if, if I'm going to put my money on it, I'm going to go with that. I just blew your mind because you didn't think this. You were like, oh, they're at the same auto shop. And I was like, they're not in the same shot. They're never in the same shot together. Ever. No. And like young Asante Black is at an auto shop. And then the next shot is Omar Epps in an auto shop. And it looks like they could have been there together, but the, it's I think not it was, the same it was, shot. It was it, ed- editing yeah. wizardry. Yes. Editing wizardry. Okay. Next person. Uh, so then we have um, Bahara Golstani. She is an actress. I don't. I couldn't find a whole ton about her. Okay. But I, I think she appears in the trailer as well. She is, I think, getting hugged or being spoken to by who is the big reveal, the big addition okay. to the story, which is Jennifer Morrison. Now, Jennifer Morrison is actually a big deal. She was in the show House. I didn't watch that. Uh, she also played George Kirk's wife in Star Trek 09. Didn't watch that. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Star Trek? Which, what? Gosh, let me tell 09 you. 09 with Chris Pine and... Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His dad. His dad. His dad was played by um, Chris Hemsworth. Yes. And remember his dad, spoiler alert, dies in the beginning? Yeah. Because okay. he's trying to like save the baby and, and the mom. And the, the mom is giving birth to... to, to um, Captain Kirk. You mean Snow White's daughter? Snow White's daughter. From Once? Jennifer Morrison also plays Emma Swan in Once Wait Upon a, a Time. Wait a second. The brunette, like, military woman is actually Emma Swan from Once Upon a Time? A hundred percent. Which, what the heck right. happened to that show? Poor thing. Well, no, I mean, we stopped watching it. That doesn't mean it, it didn't keep going. It, as a matter of fact, it... Got better? It, it, to my knowledge, it got better. People kept watching it. I think it was on for five seasons. 
We stopped at season three. We just couldn't do it anymore. Got a little cray-cray. It, Not going to lie. It, it tried. It was written by Adam Horowitz and Edward Kitsis, who were writers from Lost. Mm-hmm. So they tried to be a little too Losty yeah. with fairytale okay. characters. So now she's dyed her hair brown. Yes. And she's now in the military. And we see her a lot in this trailer. And she's a big deal. Uh, so she is really a big deal. And what you'll see is that the first shot of Jennifer Morrison is her sitting down at a desk. And it looks like she's in the military, obviously. Yeah. And in the background, you see a blurred out picture of a guy with a young kid. Yes. And next to the picture, it appears to be a, a kind of smartphone. My guess would be an Apple phone. I don't know. But a modern phone. It's a modern Th- phone. Because the show has got us all like checking ourselves like, okay, is this in the past? Is this in the present? Is this in the future? Where are we? So it does look to be some kind of a smartphone device. Yes. So so it, not the 80s. So it's definitely not the 80s <laughs> and it's at least current time. Not the or, 90s. Not the 90s. It's current time or perhaps maybe a little bit into the future. Okay. Um. So that being said, that puts some things into perspective here it looks like omar epps is going to be in the same time frame possibly as jennifer morrison okay hopefully um let's just call him earring guy and army girl okay earring guy and army girl okay. okay uh so they look like hopefully they'll be in the same time period cool uh okay that said we know that the premiere is going to play with time Dan Fogelman, the creator of This Is Us, has come out and said they do some really big things here. They do some different things with how, like, we think that they've played with time pretty significantly so far in This Is Us. Apparently, the narrative is going to be even bigger now. And it's going to be going back and forth. And so it will kind of be like Lost uh, in that you're going to have to pay attention to the time that you're in. And you don't have that comfort of knowing like, okay, Jack has a mustache, so it's the 80s. Jack has a goatee, so it's the late 90s. Jack is barefaced, so it's the 70s. Uh, you don't have that comfort no, anymore. we're so confused. We're like, who the heck are, the heck are these people? Right. They've all got earrings. M. Night Shyamalan flipping shows up. And when M. Night Shyamalan shows up... You know things, things get, get weird. weird. De- you see dead people. And when Mary says N. Night Shyamalan, she's not being facetious. Yeah. There is zero hyperbole. He's in the trailer, guys. M. Night Shyamalan, the director of The Sixth Sense. Okay. <laughs> if he's like a major character, that's going to be crazy. If he was just thrown in there because the people cutting the trailer were like, you know what? Just to let these people know, hold on to your butts. Things are about to get crazy. Let's just sprinkle in an M. Night. Yeah. Like if he's there for just two minutes... In the entire season, yeah. and they used him in the trailer just to. That would be up. a little disingenuous. I would kind of like that because that's telling us, watch out. Right. You can't trust anything when you know M. Night Shyamalan's involved. And a lot of people are figuring, okay, is M. Night Shyamalan going to play himself or is he going to play like a different character? And, and he, he acts. He, like he's been in his own movies, he, he can act. I don't know how I feel about that. But by the, the way. history of This Is Us suggests yeah. to me mm-hmm. that they're going to go with him as him i mean kevin is in the movie industry so it makes right. sense so like when ron howard showed up he was ron yes. howard when sylvester stallone showed up he was sylvester yes. stallone hollywood people are themselves uh so that would make sense to me and in the shot that m night Shyamalan is in you see in the background a lady with like headphones mm-hmm. and like on a tablet of some sort mm-hmm. so the way that it looks to me is that he's playing himself yeah. and he's probably directing kevin in a film okay that's my guess uh, another person that shows up is Timothy Omenson. Um, Don't know that name. He actually was an actor in the show Psych. 
Didn't watch that. And he's wearing uh, really thick black framed glasses. Oh, yeah, the scraggly guy. <laughs> right. So there are two options here, in my opinion. Uh, I think we're going to learn more about Nikki, uh, a lot more about Nikki. I think he's going to play a much larger role within the fourth season. Uh, so he could be one of two things. Uh, the difference between young Nikki and old Nikki, mm-hmm. like he might be the middle-aged Nikki. Okay. Uh, and I kind of like that idea. Well, I kind of don't. I'm like, just use one of the two actors you already have. Yeah, but they've already established the fact that they are changing Nikki's appearance with age. Oh, yeah. Right? So you don't want old Nikki playing like halfway Nikki because that wouldn't be right. And young Nikki wouldn't be right as halfway Nikki either. So <sighs> it would make sense. Or there is a second option, and that would be Nikki has a child that we don't know about. Oh, okay. Um, I... I, I, th- I Go more towards he's just playing a mid mid aged version of Nikki, uh, so that's where I'm probably going with that. Uh, let's see, and oh yeah, and, and Nick Weschler, uh, this is the guy that shows up and he hugs Jennifer Morrison, mustache Army Girl, guy. mustache guy, hugs Army Girl, and a lot of people are thinking that. He is the figure that is in the blurred out picture. Cool. Along with a kid. So uh, we all know that Griffin Dunn is coming back as adult Nikki. Tim Joe is coming back as J J Wan. Ron Cephas Jones is coming back as as Randall's father. William. Um, Love William. Elizabeth Perkins is coming back as Rebecca's mother. Yes. Uh, Felicia Rashad is coming back yes. as Beth's mother. Bring up all the moms and the dads. Uh, and Madison's coming back and everybody. Yes. So, uh, and here's a, a little bit of fun, interesting news. Chris Sullivan said to the New York Post in the finale that at the finale, he said that at this point, Kate and to- Toby are no longer married. Who knows why that could be? Clearly, Toby is still in communication with Kate and Jack. There are a lot of reasons why marriages don't continue, but the show's writing staff hasn't told us exactly what the situation will be. I think either way, there are a lot of lessons to be learned here. Hmm. So, I think this sheds a little light on where's the Kate situation here. Um, also, part of this, too, is I wonder why their marriage... I wonder why their marriage, like, starts to fail. Mm-hmm. And I wonder... What do you think about this? Yeah. I love the idea that This Is Us has always blazed trails, mm-hmm. and they tackle things that are not easy. Yeah. When they have the baby, it seems like... Toby is having a hard time. Yeah, he is. I wonder if they get into male postpartum depression. What do you think about that? I think that, I mean, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sign me up on that. I, I'm, I'm in on I that. I mean, no matter what, Toby has depression. Like, Toby suffers from depression. Depression isn't like a cold, like, oh, I'm going to get depression this year. Like, depression is there. And it flares up and it comes and it goes a little away. But like Toby has depression. So does having a child aggravate that and really bring it to the surface? You bet. So like male postpartum. Yes. Just just like women who get like, you know, female postpartum, you know, um, depression or anxiety. Like if you are predisposed. For those of you who don't know, I suffered from um postpartum depression and Blake suffered from male postpartum depression I guess I did we can speak from experience Um, you know if you're already prone to anxiety or depression having an experience like this can bring it to a front again so uh, that's a big deal I think that's probably what will pay will play into that Uh, one of another big deal here too is that 
the showrunners have said that Jack will not be a central character anymore. Who's crying? Because I am. I am definitely, definitely crying about that. Uh, yeah. And, and they say that I think a lot of the mystery of Jack has been kind of told by the end of the season three. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's any less interesting to go live with those younger families, uh, Dan Fogelman says. We're starting to move towards new chapters in season four with the big three. Some of the more mysterious or dramatic pills of the series might start falling into the hands of some of our other characters as opposed to Jack. Okay. That's a big deal, too. That's a big shift for a show that heavily invested in Jack. And Milo Ventimiglia is uh, a very good actor, a charming actor. Uh, yeah. And to take that away from the audience is going to be a shift. Yeah. Do, do you think that the big three have as much dramatic juice as Milo, Ventim- Milo Ventimiglia? Ventimiglia? There you go. There I you should go. probably say that name for you. I know. <laughs> so um, I can't say the other words, but hey, I can do that. <laughs> I can do Italian words. Um, you know, what is tough, and I've said it before, is that we really need to establish the Miguel-Rebecca courtship and storylines that we are okay with it yes so i think if this season we step a little bit away from the jack rebecca storyline a little bit more away from jack i mean we were heavy with jack we were with jack in vietnam we spent a lot of time with jack previously so for us to spend a little bit of time with him away from him they're obviously introducing these new characters i think it makes sense i think it would have been way too much to juggle and obviously like season six they're probably gonna hardcore bring it on rebecca and jack you know what i mean rebecca's most likely going to die at the end of season six um i'm hoping that we like revisit them and have have all these lovely amazing moments together sure um but i do think that to give justice to miguel and rebecca's relationship we do need a little bit of time away from jack even though it pains me because i love him i agree with you 100 percent uh, on that and i think the showrunner agrees with you because he says uh ultimately that the the new the new feeling for the show is that it's going to be a thing about restarts, uh, that it's going to be a bunch of new beginnings Mm -hmm. and restarts. And um, yeah, here it is. It says uh, it will be restarts for everybody and that season four is going to be very ambitious and sprawling in terms of how it plays with time. Specifically, we'll see Tony and Kate inside a new, Toby and Kate inside a new home with baby Jack. We'll see Kevin start to work on a new movie. And separately, Randall and Beth will celebrate his birthday after moving to Philadelphia. And apparently, the big three-year-old birthday will be subversive, really cool, and broaden the world in a real way. Mm. So, in the end, it's going to be a whole bunch of new beginnings for all of these characters. I'm down. And I like the idea that we're, that we're going to have a new beginning with Rebecca and Miguel. And they might play with that the beginnings of Rebecca and Miguel with the beginnings of Rebecca and Jack. Mm. And then, and co- then compare pedal, the yeah, two. Pedal back a little bit. I, I kind of like that idea. So I, I think that's going to be a good place to start. Another thing I quite like too is the fact that they've actually talked about the idea that Jack and Rebecca will be, well, you will see them during their road trip and like the immediate aftermath. Mm-hmm. So like they said that, okay, they, you know, they dated for so long. It, they, and they got married after five years of dating or whatever, and they didn't have kids for five years. Yeah. So like, so what they do? So what they do during that time? And another one of the things too is that Dan Fogelman, the creator, has said that Rebecca's father will play a much larger role in this season. And we're going to come to find out apparently that Jack is not their first choice for Rebecca. Oh yeah. So I look forward to 
to seeing how that will play out, um, especially in terms of what Jack does with Rebecca, mm-hmm. but also how that plays on Rebecca's choices. Now, we know that she makes the ultimate choice of uh, with being oh, with yeah. Jack, but how does that affect her relationship with the father? We already know that they have a strange relationship with her parents, yep. especially her mother, who is returning. So, so it'll be it'll be interesting to talk about. Um and go from there. So, uh, my love, do you have anything else that you got about this? Or you yeah. want? You, what, what do you got? Wait, like, when do we do our theories and stuff? Well, let's do some quick in, in, okay. in or out, and okay. then and then we'll do. Bring it on. We'll do uh, a hot take. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, in or out time. What's it gonna be, McFly? Are you in or out? All right, in or out. Uh, a lot of people are saying that Jack goes the seven pounds route. And all of these people that you are seeing being introduced to the new season are the recipients of his organ donorship. Mm. And they are where they are because of Jack's organs. You know, remember, remember that movie Seven Pounds Will Smith? I remember Will Smith okay. and the freaking jellyfish, and I've been afraid of jellyfish ever since. <laughs> yes. I live in the ocean state, for those of you who don't know. Thanks, Will Smith. Yeah. Way, way to be. I'm bro. out. I'm out on that. Do you want to know why? Why is that? Because Will Smith already did it. Yes, and that's the thing. So I even looked at this. I, I looked to see if there was uh, any production mm-hmm. like similarities, like if producer similarities, writer writer similarities, director, and there's nothing similar about the stories, like in terms of who produces yeah. the stories. So I don't think that they would ape that. I, I think that would be <laughs> unless the writers were like, you know, it'd be such a good idea. Yeah. And then someone had to tell them, like, man, that already happened. We already did. Will Smith did that back in two thousand eight, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't. I hope they don't go that route. Uh, in a route, Jennifer Morrison, uh, Army Girl, being Kevin's new love interest. Oh my gosh! If Kevin could be in a Disney movie and that Disney character, and then he's with Jennifer Morrison, who was Snow White's daughter, and once, yes. Sign me up for all you're, of this. You're in on that? I mean, I mean, you know what? I want Kevin to have someone who loves him back. So if Jennifer Morrison can do that, and she lo- obviously loves her country, that's a loving woman. Uh, I don't really know. I, I have no idea. I'm pulling at straws right now. Yeah, that's okay. That's, that's good. That's good. Uh, there, there's, there's a debate here because the picture that Army Girl has on her desk, it's blurred out. So it could look it's like- It's a dude. It's a dude with a kid. Yeah. And- I don't know. It could be Kevin. It could not be Kevin. So it's there's a potential. Having said that, there is the picture with the dude and the kid. That being said, is this Kevin's biological son or is this Kevin's adopted son? Oh my gosh, so many in questions. Out. Oh wait, what's, in or out what's the on, in or out on Kevin adopting the kid from Army Girl and Mustache Guy? Oh. Okay. I'll be in. I'll be in with that. I am way in on that. Yeah. That would continue the tradition of adopting within the Pearson family. Yeah. It would be fitting for Kevin to adopt this kid. If you recall, Randall says, hey, uh, where's your dad? There's no mention of mother. There's no... We we just Mm. assumed as a fandom that Kevin has a biological son. Yep. And if you noticed in the picture, the blurred out picture, the kid has dark hair. And in the show, at the pre at the finale of season three, the kid walking around, dark hair. So it's a possibility. I am way in on this possibility. Okay. Uh, in a route, Nikki being a stand-in for Jack when it comes to Rebecca and her dementia. I don't know what that means, meaning, meaning like she thinks that Nikki is Jack. That's weird. I'd feel really gross 
nope. I'm. I don't even know what that means. Stand in. <laughs> like, well, do they cuddle? Do they make out? Does she like Jack? Talk about this, and he's like, "I'm not Jack, but I guess I'll just talk." Well, with like, her. there's a possibility there, right? Like, because remember, she says, "Oh, I, I see you. I see you. I see it in your eyes that you, there, Jack is there." Remember, she says that to him. Yeah, but I don't really know how I feel about the stand-in situation. I don't really know what you're going for. Meaning, like, just meaning, like, you know, Nikki is there as support for Rebecca, and she, because of her dementia or, or apparent dementia, thinks that he is he is Jack, and he's just kind of playing along to go to like. Help her through her final days. I don't. I'm out. I am out. That's some weird stuff, man. <laughs> I'm kind of out on it too. I, I I don't know yet. I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, in or out on Omar Epps being in the main timeline with the big three, or is he before or after? Um, after. Oh, um, I don't really know. I think he's after. Yeah, you know. I think he's future. Because I think he is the same. I think he's the same kid. I think he is a, what's his bucket? He's Asante Black. I think he's Asante Black. And I think Asante Black is current aged in the time frame. And I So think are you that saying that the kid, Epps, the kid is in the same time frame as the big three? Yes. And then Omar Epps is, in, is later on yes. after the big three? Yes. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think maybe that, kid's that's aggressive. Be, I think I think kid maybe he'll be Deja's boyfriend, maybe he'll be like I think he's teenage while Deja all these kids are like the other teenagers. Yes. And I think that okay. Omar all right. Epps all right. All right. is okay. grown up like um uh gosh like like Randall's daughter. Like yeah, like, like in the future. Yeah, yes. like with Tess. I think he's grown up when she's grown up. I think that all right, all right. I little see kid going. who has a left ear pierced is Omar Epps. Okay, all right. I see where you're Growing going. Growing up. Uh, in or out on the series ending with Tess and the old and the young the younger kids now being older, like taking over as the main characters. Are I already you, told you. I think I'm gonna hold. I think the whole series will end at that tree. I'm the one who said that. No. Yeah. Oh no. Go uh, roll the tape. Roll the tape. Like. I think halfway through season, when gonna, they introduced the tree. I'll ask you to roll the, tra- the tape because I'm pretty sure it was me. No. All right. For those fans out You're there, go back. You're probably going to take credit for Omar Epps. You're going to be like, oh, yeah. No, and no. I, I will not take that. That was good. That was a good one. That's that's all you. That's that's so, signed and certified Mary Lassen. Hot take right there. They both have their ears pierced. I, but I was the one that thought about the tree. That they were all going to come back to the tree and that was the end of it. We'll see. Okay, so what what ifs? What ifs? Is this done? This is us fans. Go back and listen. <laughs> All right, it's time for some hot takes. Okay. Let's get the uh, the biggest hot takes that you got. Ready? And uh, where, where's my hot take button? I don't know. Where's my hot take button? You lost it. What'd you do? I didn't do anything. You lost my hot take button. The kids were in here. Blame the kids. Oh, my goodness gracious. I gotta find it. I get, Oh, here it is. Mark me. Oh, no. That's the wrong one. Hang up and try again. <laughs> yes, hang up and try again. Yes, That's seriously. from Outlander. Here we go. All right, what's your hot take? Your big no, hot you take. you go first. You go first. Yours is already written down. I see it. All right, so here's my hot take. The more that I think about it, the main character of this show, we, we've all thought that it was Jack. And that's not wrong, but I don't think that it's entirely true either. I think the main character of the show is is Rebecca. Because it feels to me like Rebecca is at the center of everything. Whether it is 
Jack and how Jack revolves around her. Mm-hmm. And then I think she's at the center of the kids and how the kids revolve around her. And they've always made it a big notion to talk about Rebecca being the strongest part of this family. You know, there was before Jack, there was during Jack, there's after Jack, and then there's Miguel, and then there's the kids, and then all of a sudden there was her. We didn't know who her was, but everyone's getting back together again to circle around Rebecca. And I've cut, even though it was my take, my hot take, that the show would end at Back at the Tree... I don't necessarily know if that's going to be the case because the way that I see it is that Rebecca does have some form of dementia and the show This Is Us is a story being told by the big three and their kids to Rebecca so she could remember her life. And that's what This Is Us is all about. It's about Rebecca remembering her life with Jack and her kids and that's how ultimately it will end. What say you to that hot take, my darling? Okay, guys. For those of you who don't know me, I like to get weird, okay? Wait, Guess what? you're not going to have any response to my hot take? Nothing? Oh, I thought you meant like, what's my hot take? I've been really excited about it. Fine, your hot take sounds great. Okay. Rebecca's the lead. Congrats. Wicked hot. Yeah, fine. Go. Okay. Jack's dead. This is really like a far-fetched thing, Blake. Let me choose the adult old person who's alive. You know... <laughs> Okay, so here's my okay. hot take. Okay, here's I will remember this. Take. I will okay? remember this. Isn't it weird how some one person in your life can completely alter things? I think there is a parallel universe. Oh my goodness. Parallel freaking universe. <laughs> That's right. Something happens and changes the trajectory for one of these characters, and that's why we don't know who the hell anybody is, because it's a parallel universe for seasons four and five. You know what? That that hot take is so... How literally one person can change your entire life. You know what? What? That... Am I so good? Here you are, like, Rebecca's the main character, and I'm like, I'm going to blow this out of the water. Wow, you... Parallel freaking universe. Think about it. Think about it this way, guys. For all of you being like, Mary, you're so sci-fi, you're so weird. Think about this. Had you had a different history teacher in eighth grade, could that have changed your trajectory? Had you had a different kid who sat next to you on a bus, could that have changed your trajectory? Had, like, I, like, dated someone previous to Blake and not gone on Match.com at that exact time that I was supposed to go on, we would not be here today. Like... Literally, one person could change your entire freaking life. Boom, mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You're welcome. Wow, that was good. Thank you. That was good. Well... On that note, we're gonna we're gonna end on that note. Um, so yeah, this was a mind uh, you. I'm also the person in the leftovers. Pretty much assumed that they were abducted by aliens, so I wouldn't always go my route, guys. Not great, Bob. Like sometimes I take it to the extreme, but on other times I'm pretty on the mark. Yes, you you're you're. I think I, I think that's a little sci-fi for this show. The show is pretty grounded. It's pretty rooted in reality. I mean, I feel like this would blow Mandy Moore's mind. Like, I feel like Mandy, you know? You know, the the history of the show would suggest that that would- I was not expecting this. (laughs) The history of the show- I'm completely blown away. It would would suggest that it's possible because they gave you that dream where Jack was still alive at Kate's wedding. If you remember that at the end of season two and you're like- Oh, wow, that's what it would look like. Yeah. So is it a possibility that there's a different- story maybe 
maybe the story that we're seeing is all within Rebecca's mind, but the actual story will start playing out at the same time. Right, so maybe we're 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 investing in Rebecca's. Maybe none of it was real. That's what I'm saying. Maybe Re- maybe Rebecca remembers it as, as a certain thing. Maybe Rebecca had brain cancer and just made this trippy out trippy life. That's what I'm saying. Okay, well now you're more on my scope. And Rebecca's see, the main yeah. character. No, no, I Hot said that take. the story, <laughs> the, the story was being told by the kids to Rebecca to remember her life. That's what I said. It wasn't that Rebecca's the main character. I, I love you. Oh my god! Wow. So way, way to minimize me, no, Mary. No, no. Way I to adore minimize you. me. I adore you. <laughs> oh, you know what I want to do too? Yeah. This year, I want to. I want to have. Um, I want to have a reestablishing. You know, in in light of all of the new starts and beginnings for all these new characters, I want to reestablish who your boy is. Okay. Who's your boy? Who's going to be your boy for this season? What do you mean? I don't know. Give me the first episode, and I'll let you know at that point. Okay. Well, you know, I think you kind of you you, you kind of have to invest in that. You, you kind of have to just get in with it. And, and nope. let let it wrap around you, warm hug. You Fine, know. earring guy who you, may be two guys. How do you feel about that? See, that's okay. You want Omar Epps to be your boy? No, I don't necessarily. I don't. I don't feel comfortable with this. Okay, I was ready for parallel universe. I'm not ready for my guy. <laughs> and I have to go pee anyway, so we need right. to wrap this up. All right, let's uh, let's close this bad boy out. You ready to do it? Yep. I promise I will not hit the wrong button. Although I will say this: y'all been sleeping on my boy Miguel. I think I might still stick with Miguel as my boy. I mean, I'm down. I might. Oh my gosh. It's going to be Halloween season. Maybe he'll have inflatables. <laughs> Let's close this bad boy out. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you like my theory, please let me know. Because once again, we started podcasting because I didn't really have friends who liked the same things that I liked in real life. And we were like, maybe there's people in this universe who watch these shows and like to debate things. Maybe some of you think a parallel universe sounds great to you too. If so, we'd like to know. You can find us at Mary and Blake on all forms of social media. Most recently added to this bunch is Instagram. I love the Instagram. Yeah. I love doing it. I will apologize, though. Blake's learning the ins and outs of Instagram. Like, he put up this really bloody picture from Breaking Bad, and I was like, sweetheart, Instagram's supposed to be pretty. It's supposed to bring us joy. Marie Kondo that, okay? So if you find a photo on the Marion Blake Instagram page that you're like, this was not great. A bloody Jesse Pinkman. Comment on it. Not Let great, Let us Bob. know. I'm Mary. <laughs> My name's Blake. And this is us, too.